Welcome to Phantoms Gone Wrong. I'm Charlie. And I'm Carrie. And this week we we have um we have a special thing coming at you. It's the beginning of the first of this. this is the first of three. First of well, yeah, three. Three. Because <laughs> Fandom's Gone Wrong is really gonna talk about something that we love that is very much a gone wrong. Yeah, so this first episode of three is going to be on Mamma Mia, the movie. No, we have never seen the stage musical, so episode three is not going to be on that. Someday, maybe, <laughs> if theater comes back, we can see it live. That, but that for now... Be, that would be helpful, honestly. Maybe we would be able to figure out some of the gone wrongs. In- maybe it makes sense <laughs> when you watch the play. I don't know. I, what I think is really great is that just so y'all know, the first time we went to see this, Charlie was younger, and Charlie did not want to go. And five minutes into the music playing, Charlie was dancing and singing just like me. In the middle okay. of the movie theater, dancing and singing to all the songs. It's great. I don't remember why it was that I didn't want to go, but oftentimes I just don't want to go out. Yeah, So pretty much. And I take you out, and then you're like, oh, this is wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like how you got me into High School Musical. I did not want to watch it. And then you were like, watch it. <laughs> and then you wanted to watch it every day for like a month. Yeah. Yeah, pretty that's, much. That's how it works. You yeah. know, that's how our relationship works. I don't like something. She tells me to watch it. We watch it together. And then we're obsessed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So now we're obsessed with Mamma Mia. And yes, I'm obsessed. If I see it on TV, on video, or it's if I'm just, on a plane it's and on... it's an option, I we will watch it, it every time. Because it's fun. It's a musical, and I love musicals. I like to sing badly. Who knows? Yes, maybe I'll sing we... badly for you today. Don't. No, sing Please. <laughs> Please. She doesn't sing that badly, but, like, I don't want to sing during the podcast. <laughs> We're not doing me. that. <laughs> okay. So but we sang a lot while we watched this movie. <laughs> and we danced. Because you got to dance, too, especially to the end of the montage at the end. Uh, okay, so, Mother, do you want to give us a quick rundown of the the plot? The basic plot. The basic plot. If you can. Um, there's a wedding happening. The young girl decides she's going to invite three gentlemen who she believes one of them might be her father because her mother was a slut back in the Stupid, early 80s or reckless whatever. little 2000s, slut. actually. It's supposed to be, two, is it the 80s? 2000? I forget. Anyway, um, 20 years before that, her mother was a slut. So, so we only know the year because of the second movie and it, she was born in or she met the guys in 79 i should say so she was yeah. born in 80 but we can't talk about the second movie yet because that that that's a whole other gun wrong we're not talking about the timeline either no we're just gonna say this sometime in the 20th century her mother met three gentlemen and slept with them and she is the result so her she invites these guys to the wedding and insanity pursues as she tries to figure out who her father is and they realize that one of them might be her father and her mother freaks out that all these guys she slept with when she was a stupid teenager or a college kid um are back or in her life and in the end of course she meets her true love and her get married because you know it's a love story and a comedy and a musical it's everything rolled into one and it's very greek Oh, it's very Greek. It's very Greek. <laughs> That's what they say anyway. <laughs> I mean, they literally have a Greek chorus in the movie. Which and I Greek love. gods in the movie. Well, that's only if you stay through the credits. Well, you have to stay through the credits because you see one of the original band members of ABBA in the credits. Um, You also see one of them in the actual movie, though, right? Yeah, yeah. he plays the piano. 
in one of the scenes. Yeah, Benny and all... Bjorn. I don't know which does which, but one of them plays piano and one of them plays Greek God at the end. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So in case we, you we didn't know, Mamma Mia is a is a movie based on a play that was written by the two gentlemen from ABBA, who were big hits in the late 70s, early to mid 80s. And they used their songs to create a play or a musical. And then they did a sequel, which we'll talk about later. But this one is based the on the original prequel. play. And of course, you know, modified to make it into a cinematography thing. Um, but it's awesome. It's fun. It's stupid. It's campy. I love it. It's great. It's great. We, we love it. We love it. We love to make fun <laughs> of it. We love to argue about it. This is probably one of the shows, one of the this... movies that we watched that started it all. Yeah, this... I think this is probably the reason that we started the podcast, to, to be clear. Like, because... we we just, we talk about what the heck is happening in this movie so So much, much is wrong, and yet so much is right. <laughs> and when which you get right? to the, the second music. one, it gets music even more crazy, right. which is why we need a third to talk about the combination. But let's start okay, with the I, first. I've had a pitch for my, for the third one, though. It's, it's. You go even farther back. It's like another prequel sequel, but it's like a prequel to the prequel and a sequel to the sequel. Okay. Let's go to the first one and let's talk about what we know now because the rest is just going to make you crazy. All right. So I really like the opening scene from the movie because we get like, it's all like super dark and like she's going out to like send the mail. And like the only thing in color is that like freaking yellow mailbox. I just thought that was like weird and it's know, dark and it's nighttime, so that kind of makes sense. So the mailbox is like the focal point. What I like is the scene right after that, when all the guys get the invitations and they play, mm-hmm. they play the song, and they're do, all do, 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 do. they're all traveling all over to get to this Greek island. So you see, yeah. you know, you see where they come from. Oh, Sam's got a motorcycle. It's, playing, and, it's playing "Man After Midnight" in that moment yes. too. Which is, I love which that is song. Great. We hear it again. I love that song. Give me, give me, give me a man at the midnight. Okay, Sorry. we're not. We're not I sure. love to sing badly. Sorry, guys. She'll probably cut it out. Don't. Uh, okay, okay. That adds the personality to our podcast if you don't cut things yeah, out. Yeah, she is the personality of the podcast. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we see the opening so, montage where the men are traveling from all over. One is traveling from, I don't know where he was. We see in Switzerland? We don't know. Or Sweden. Oh, he's a Swede. So we don't know where he was he's really. He's the greatest Swede of all time. The other one was like in New York, maybe? Um, You mean, which one? Sam. Sam? Well, I thought Sam and Harry were in the same place. Well, no. I don't think, I don't well, know if Sam. They're British, but I don't but know if they're both in I don't. I think Sam was going back to America to get married back in the beginning, in the. Was he? Yeah, Maybe. so I think Sam. Well, Sam is Scottish because he has his bagpipes. I think right, he might have right. been. I think he might have been coming from America, so I think he's coming from like New York. And then the other one, Harry, is definitely coming from England, London. Yeah. Um, okay. But they're all these successful they're men. They're all wealthy and successful, and they all have everything going for them. And they're going to the wedding of this girl they've never like, met. Okay, so you know what's funny about this? It's kind of like it's The Bachelor, but like. Your dad. In reverse. <laughs> it's like they're trying to figure out who was the bachelor, who got the final rose. <laughs> I know nothing about the bachelor, so this is apparently this is she knows nothing about the bachelor, I, which is fine because it's not our thing. Nope, no idea. I don't watch reality shows. I like the really I watch dumb... Mamma Mia five times a week. <laughs> uh, if we're gonna watch a reality show, it's gonna be something really bad like Joe Millionaire. 
Anybody who doesn't know, Google Joe Millionaire. It's the best. And they did it twice. You watch I HGTV. Never figured it out. So, like, those are reality oh, shows. Yeah, well, those are fun. Those are just, like, home improvement shows. But, no, like, when you're talking, like, The Bachelor and stuff like that, Joe Millionaire was great because they fooled a bunch of girls into thinking this this dude was rich. And after they did it, they did a second one where they fooled another bunch of girls. You would have thought, hmm, Joe Millionaire, why would I do this show again? <laughs> but they found a bunch of girls who didn't know about the first show. So back to Mama I wouldn't Mia. know about it. So that, I, you know, I get fooled. <laughs> well, yeah, but usually if you go on a reality show, you're like like a crazy reality fan anyway. I mean, yeah. normal I don't people don't want to be on reality shows about dating. I mean, that's creepy. Don't you dare call me normal. <laughs> Well, okay. More so, normal than a reality show dating person. Yes. Let's get to Mamma Mia. This is the most <laughs> off topic we've ever been. <laughs> You're the one who started off saying it was like The Bachelor. Because I was trying to make a comparison. It's not comparable. Movie. It's not really comparable. But okay. It's more like, you know, well, a slot are, machine. There are three bachelors. Yeah, but it's like a From slot the machine. the definition of the word that you're trying guy, to figure out which one it was. Each guy put in their coin into the machine, and oh then goodness. she, and then one of them came out. We don't know which one. <laughs> we, you know what? Maybe, maybe actually, they all, all came. Are, probably all but. three of them are her dad. They all gave, gave like a third of the sperm. Well, in the end, that's what they want is a third of her. So yeah, they all want to be a third. I'll take of her a third. Dad. I'll take a third. That's <laughs> that's one of the end scenes, actually. Okay. Okay. So. After we see, like, the montage of the guys, um, we meet Sophie, who's the, the focal girl. The girl's getting married. And she goes to meet her friends who just, her bridesmaids, they, um, they're coming to the island. And they're all excited. And she's like, I have a secret to tell you. You know, you can't tell anybody. And they think she's pregnant. Uh, <laughs> well, she's, like, 20 years old and getting married. So it's not that off the mark to think that, really. Yeah. But she's like, no, no, no. I'm trying to find my dad. Now, so before we get too far in this, what I think is really interesting, and this is my first thing that I think is yeah. a little off balance, is there, she grew up on a Greek island with nothing mm-hmm. but lots of Greek people. And I know her mother has an American accent, but she does too. You would think she'd have a little bit of the Greek in her accent. Just nope. a little bit. Nope. 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 Not at all. And her friends, her best friends, I'm assuming they're best friends from college. I don't know. They have English accents, like British. So she, it, she went to boarding school. Her mom is poor. She could barely maintain the hotel that she's living in. There's no way she could afford to send her kid Did away to boarding to school. I don't know. She's I only 20, so she might. She might not have. You know, we'll talk about the timeline later. And they're on a little <laughs> tiny island, so I can't imagine they have like some kind of international high school on this little tiny island. You don't know. There's yeah, nothing actually. There's nothing on it. that island besides the hotel and the um the chapel. That's the small like, village. It's it. like a small like village of people who all work at the hotel, and that's it. Um, based on this movie, anyway. <laughs> based on this movie, anyway. So. <sighs> It's just a very small village of people. But um So yeah. this is when they go into the the song. Oh wait, well before they go into the song, she starts she reads like the diary of like her mom and they make fun of the um what her mom says, how she describes what she did with these three men. Uh in the olden days. You know, they did dot dot dot. In the olden days of the seventies and eighties? Come on. <laughs> 
<laughs> the olden days. I just think that's great. That's a PG diary if I ever saw one. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, yeah, so she reads this. And I think it's from a song from ABBA. That's why yeah. the doc, that's probably why it's there. But she talks about all the things that they did in the... And then it goes into Honey Honey. <clears throat> and then we just go crazy singing it. Because <laughs> we love Honey Honey Honey. And, yes. okay, that song... I'm so confused, like, whose perspective the song is supposed to be from, because it's it's Sophie and her friends singing it, but it sounds like she's, like, I don't I think know. she's supposed to be singing from the point of view of her mother, like, she's singing from the diary. Because she's reading the diary, and then she starts singing Honey Honey, so I think what she's supposed to be singing is, like, what her mother wrote in the diary. That's my just, take on it's it. It's so weird, because she's singing about, like, <laughs> wanting these guys, and I'm just like, those are your dads. Please don't. Yeah, but if she's singing the song based on it being her reading her mother's diary, then she's singing that yeah. this is how her, her mother thought about these guys. Yeah. Um, the way you do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> Swoons. <clears throat> uh, okay, and then after Honey Honey is when we meet um, Donna's two friends. Donna is Sophie's mother. We see her friends on the boat coming to the island. And Auntie Tanya and shit, okay. shit. What's the other thing? We've watched this a hundred times. I know. And now I'm like going crazy because my mind goes blank. You know this? <laughs> Doesn't your mind go blank? Rosie, Rosie. Rosie. I just Mine does like, because I'm in Weas- menopause, but that's a whole other thing. My <laughs> mind was like, it's Mrs. Weasley. But I'm like, no, that's not her name. Yes. The best part is, is that the mom, one of the, one of the mom's best friends is played by Mrs. Weasley. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's, it's Rosie. That's her name. And the also one's played the... by Kristen Baranski, who plays every kind of character known to man. She's awesome. Oh, my goodness. I love her. And, yeah, that's the other thing. So her friends, they're both British. But one of them is British. So I just, I see, like, a weird parallel there. Like, half the cast is British. Mm-hmm. And then half of it's American. Yep. And then so, we have Bill, who's So the, the mom's <laughs> best friends, Rosie is like this... Um, She's a writer. She's a cook. She's a she, lone wolf. She calls herself a lone wolf Ow! because she's not interested in tying herself down to a man. Um, Tony, on the other hand, or Tanya, on the other hand, is a slut. Stop she's been married Tony. three or four times. She's a slut. And she her likes name is, it. Her name is Tanya. It's not Tony. Stop I know it's Tanya, it. but she called on to Tony. No. Okay, Tanya. No, she, anyway. did. she did. She did. Okay. Anyway, so Tanya, she she's one of those women who, like, Makes herself look good, has like fake boobs, all this stuff. Pays all this money for this special, me- you know, creams How or whatever. How many times was she married? I thought four? it was three or four. I think it's four times. But she she had married. money, and her parents paid for several of these weddings, not all of them. Um, but her husband her, also bought her, her the boobs. Her dad drew the line at her third. That's the line. And yep. one of her husbands bought her the fake boobs. But so you know, so we've four. got two different kinds of personalities. They're both. Obviously, still out there personalities because they were a rock band or a girl band, the a girl power band. power band from the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, yeah. Um, Donna and the Dynamos. Yeah, I just I love that scene when we first like meet them because they're they're on the boat and they're trying to find a seat, and Rosie's like, "My mother needs a patch." Yeah. <laughs> And Tanya's like, mother, we're the same age. Well, parts of us are. But like, Tanya, parts of her are younger than Rosie. So I just think that's so The boobs. Because she had the big boobs. The boobs are younger. The boobs, because she got big boobs. God knows what else she has that's fake. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Maybe, you. I don't know what she's had done. 
<laughs> Me neither. Anyway, so they meet. So they come to the island. Yeah. And then, like, the three of them go nuts when they see each other. I love when they call Donna an old hippie. She is <laughs> an old hippie. She's dressed in overalls and her cowboy hat. And I'm just and like, her hair's just kind of loose and flowing, unkempt. That is a look. That is the look that I want when I am an old person. Well, I you can be it. an old hippie, too. I want to be an old hippie. Well, then you got to let your hair grow out. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Because she had long, flowy hair. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what's happening? Kind of reminiscent of Stevie Nicks' look. It's kind of like <laughs> flowy hair and I don't care kind of hair. Wild. Okay. Curly. All right, mother. Okay. Yeah. Then what Then what happens? Um. Oh, yeah. Then... Let's see. Everybody like meets each other and hugs each other. Oh, hey, hello. And she sees her aunts. Um, Dancing Queen. No, it's no. Before Dancing Queen, we get money, money. Oh, money, 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 money. This is falling apart. It's honey, honey, and money, money, money. That's so confusing. So, so as she's talking to her friends, they're looking at the hotel and everything's falling apart. She's showing them how the toilet doesn't work and the window's broken and the floor yeah, is cracked she, or whatever she the, says, in the like, courtyard. She's been running this hotel for 15 years and she's never had a day off. Yep. Like, wow. So then she starts singing Money, Money, Money. Yep. And they, they're they like singing and an, a whole dream sequence happens where they're like on a yacht and they're just chilling and dancing mm-hmm. And they get flowing gowns and this whole shit. <laughs> it's like, this This definitely feels like a midlife crisis song. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's also, you know, again, it's a musical. Musicals always have to have some dream sequences and movie oh, yeah, montages. Obviously. Yeah. So it's a dream sequence. It's awesome. It's her fantasy. If she was rich and she could do whatever she wanted and be on a yacht and have some dude take care of her. Sure. Yeah. Oh, another important thing that, so Sophie didn't, the only people that she told about bringing her dads was her friends, who she just told five yeah, seconds so ago. Nobody else knows that these guys are her, on the Her mom doesn't know. They're... The aunts don't know. Her husband-to-be doesn't know. Oh, so not yet, anyway. It's it's There's so much drama going on because nobody knows what's about to happen. It's not really highly climactic drama, but it's drama. It's It's some drama. Just wait till Mamma Mia. That's a that's a pretty dramatic song. <laughs> okay. And then the three men arrive on the island and Sophie meets them all at once. And like the way that it like frames them, they all kind of look like alike. They're all wearing like similar outfits. They all got the sunglasses on. And she just looks from each of them and like, oh shit. Oh shit. I don't know I, which one's which. I don't, I don't know which one's dad. She didn't expect them all to arrive together either. No, she so. didn't. So then she meets them all at once and she's like, I have no idea. Not a clue. And so she brings them all to the old goat house to hide them. She doesn't want her mom to know that they're there because then her mom will get upset and find out what was going on. You know, so she... what, sorry, when we watch the second one, we need to figure out where the old goat house is in that one. <laughs> I don't remember seeing an old goat house in the second I know, one. but we got to figure out like where that is. <laughs> that still exists in like the second. No, that we can't talk about this right now because that's going to go no. into the third episode. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about it for when we watch it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. So yeah. So she tries to hide them in there, and Harry is very hesitant about this. <laughs> and Bill's just like, "Come on, like just just chill out, guys. We're, this is an adventure. Like have fun." Mm-hmm. And so she leaves them there. And she runs off because her mom is coming. Right? Isn't that what happens? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, her mom her mom starts walking up and she's like, okay. So I was trying to figure out as we were watching this, but her she is like humming a song, another ABBA song. I know it has to be another ABBA song. But we I can't figure know out which one it, it was, yeah. I, I feel like before when we used to watch this movie, you knew what it was. Probably. But did. this time you had no clue. Can't remember. Nope. I couldn't hear it well enough. I think we'd have to turn up the volume really loud and we didn't. Yeah, I want. I was about to like be like, should we turn on the subtitles to see if it tells us? But and I hate subtitles. She's so stupid. She hates subtitles. I absolutely hate subtitles. They're a pain in the ass. But they're helpful. No, because if they interfere with my visual range of seeing the movies, they don't. sorry, they they really don't. But okay. and you have to pay attention to, re- to watch the subtitles. So I just... I actually don't. It helps me when I have subtitles because I don't have to pay as much attention to the movie. I can talk over the movie and I can still see what's happening. Anyway, so yeah, so this is when she, um Donna goes up to the old goat house. She like creeps up, she hears people up there, and then she sees the three men and this great sequence. So she sees them through a trap door and she looks up and she sees each one of them in turn and she remembers them as they looked when she knew them 20 years ago. It's so bad and here's the thing that really confuses me bill looks like a flower child he is a flower child sam looks like a hippie Mm -hmm. which is like an evolved flower child it's like the next generation of a flower child kind of and then harry looks like a glamour rocker which is just like a little harry headbanger yeah so to me it seemed weird that she would actually interact with guys dressed in such a way all within the span of the same month. Yeah. Because it would be yeah, really so... odd to see a flower child still dressed like a flower child, like in at the end of the 70s when people are more like yeah. disco, glamour rock. There's flower children then, so yeah, yeah to... maybe. But it's it's kind of like after that time, like by like 10 years. <laughs> so yeah, it seems so... kind of weird. And that's one of my first gone wrong issues okay. in this whole thing. It, the timeline of this part doesn't quite jive with the way it's described. Okay, since you went into timeline a little bit, I'm gonna just preface this with, like, so she literally met each guy, according to this movie, um, she met Sam and Bill in, like, July, and then Harry in August. All within a month of each other. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's weird. It doesn't make sense, but we'll talk it, about that later. Yeah, because it gets even weirder when we get to the next episode. <laughs> okay, so... Anyway, so she sees them in the goat house. She freaks out and she starts singing, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was cheated by you. It's just... I love I love the Mamma Mia sequence so Mama much. Mamma Mia, here I go again. I love this... Because it's so dumb. She See, here's <laughs> the interesting thing about this, though. She is, like, terrible at dancing. Her movements are so jerky and awkward. It's, you know what it is? It's, like... It's anxiety dancing because she's like, shit, should I like go and see him or should I not? Oh, I know. Should I see all three of them or should I not? Oh, no. She's trying to be angsty in the way she's like dancing or acting out the scene. She's an old woman being angsty. She's not supposed to be an old woman. She's supposed to be like 40. Okay. This is like, what, 60 year old Meryl Streep playing playing a 40 year old and she's trying to be all angsty. Yeah. (laughs) Here, here's one of our big plot twists. All of the actors are the wrong age to play the characters they are. Now, we know they do this with young Sophie people, and they do this with old people, like, but 
almost she's a couple years older she's yeah she's she's a couple years older but like like 23 but she's playing a 20 year old so like i don't care about this first movie but meryl streep is too old for her character by a lot yeah she's like 20 years too old you know they're they're all just most of the adults are like 20 years too old to play who they are harry's probably the closest to the right age he's like maybe 10 years too old but he's still too old but for his character but you know you know i know they play a little with ages but the 20 year age difference almost was like a little jarring to me you know because it's like how all the the um teenagers on the cw are played by like 20 year olds yeah but it's just like based on the way the timeline works the mother would be around my age yeah and that's why it doesn't make any she sense should, to me. She'd Donna be like a year or two, couple years like older than me. Twenty-one years older than Sophie. Yeah. Okay, we keep getting into timeline stuff. Stop doing it. Well, right. we can get into the timeline of this movie. Just we a just can't bit, compare. But not, okay. not too much. Not too okay. much. Okay. So anyway, so she sings her little montage, and at the end, she falls through a trap door. Yeah, and that's when she meets all three of the guys, and they kind of flirt with her, and she kind of flirts back, and it's cute. And then they but all say that they're not here for the nice wedding. It's nice to see you. <laughs> yeah. I love when they say that in unison. It's good to see you, Donna. <laughs> she kicks them but, out. She basically says they can't stay in her old goat house. And they also, they give her all like these stupid um, things of like why they're there. I'm writing a travel piece. I'm being spontaneous. I just wanted to say hi. And no, it's just I like, see the island. That's the most unbelievable one because okay. Sam says that and it's like Bill writes a travel piece because Bill's a writer. Yeah. Sam is an architect and Harry is a banker, for lack of a better word. I don't know if he's actually a banker, but he's just into big business and finance and stuff. So Yeah. That's about the most we get out of him. In the I mean, in the second one, there's I don't know what's happening, but he's doing this, a weird business deal thing. So yeah. I don't know. He's rich. He's super he's rich. Super rich. They're all they're all rich. super rich. That's all that matters. Which is funny because Don is super poor. <laughs> I mean, maybe Sam's not super rich because he did get divorced. So maybe he's at least like <laughs> I don't know. He's on the, the low side of being rich. From the opening <laughs> montage, it looked like he was in charge of that architect firm, but I could be wrong. <laughs> He looked like he was the boss. We don't know that. how much he's paying in alimony. We don't know. Doesn't he also have two sons? He might not be paying alimony. His sons are t- adults. They're like 20. He could be oh, playing yeah, college, though. Well, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's right. They're they're probably like 18, 19, because they'd be younger yeah. than Sophie. But, so. So, they're, so he's probably not paying any any support for the wife, the ex-wife, but he's but probably paying... But he might paying be paying off his kid's college. college. Yeah. So, but if he's rich, know. it might not cost him much anyway. Who knows? Or maybe they're know. smart, and then they don't have they have scholarships. We don't know. This is things we, know we never nothing find about out. This we never We're find out like anything about the these kids that he has ever in any of the movies. They're never mentioned again. <laughs> Neither is his ex-wife. Really? No, well, once once we more, sh- they mention that she's an ex. We don't know that she's an ex yet. Yeah. We just know that he left her to get married. That yeah, we do okay. know. So Donna is all like upset after this because. This is when she runs in the, into the bathroom crying, and this is such a good sequence, though. It's awesome. So, she's in a bathroom stall crying, and her friends are trying to look over the door and under the door to see that she's okay, and they're singing to her, Chiquitita. I love this song, but I'm sad because it's... I don't think it's on any of the, the albums, like, this version of it, at least. I love this song because once they get her out of the toilet, they sit her on the sink, basically, in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And they start giving her booze and drugs. <laughs> She's crying. Well, they, they try to give her, like, pain medication, and they give her, like, a drink, and they, like, 
What is I it? don't think they, it like, was a pain med. With something. Yeah. I don't think it was a pain med that they gave her. I think it okay. was uh, like an anxiety they, kind of med. When they try to get to where they say the pain will end. So I'm just yeah. like, what is this drug? Mental pain. Like it, So it's like a Prozac. It but but they didn't give it to her. Instead, Rosie took it. <laughs> yeah, Rosie took it. <laughs> they gave her a drink, though. So she's drinking a cocktail. They almost gave her a Prozac, but they didn't. And then they start spraying. First, she sprays like some mouth. Well, for, one of them is mouth spray, like for better breath, and the other one is like a facial refresher kind of thing. I think it's because, just so weird. Well, again, what's her name? Tanya is is one of those people who has refresher yeah, spray in her purse. Because why not? You know, everybody and they put a carries flower refresher in her hair, spray in their purse, and it's so cute. And she starts to sing while she's crying, yeah. and she explains, "Oh my God, all of like the possible dads that Sophie could have had are here," and she's like, "I was such a slut as." As, and they like, say that young girl. that's what her mother would call her. <laughs> well, actually, that that's later, definitely, when she says that. But, like, they they didn't know, apparently, that she slept with all three of these guys. They, yeah. they only knew about Sam, because she was like, oh, yeah, it's Sam, the architect. He's the one who's Sophie's dad, but she doesn't actually know. She has no she idea. She doesn't know. It's only one way to find out, and we don't do DNA tested like poor little nope. islands. DNA tests do not exist in this world of Mamma Mia. We just have three dads because we don't care. I mean, they could have gotten a test. Who knows? But they don't. We haven't gotten there yet. Okay, so she sings that. They sing that song, and then they and then they go into another song. Like five seconds, basically five seconds later, they all they go, go to... from the bathroom into her one of the bedrooms. Yeah, the they hotel. go to her bedroom, and they're trying to cheer her up still. And that's when they start singing Dancing Queen. Which is awesome. And it's, they do some funny, suggestive so stuff in there. So many good sequences. Because in this song, they're like all going crazy. And they, they're all like dressed up. And all of the wom- women on the island slowly join them as they're like dancing. And they go out to like the docks and have this beautiful dance number. Oh, and that's when we see um, which one of the guys. Is it? I don't know which is which, but one Betty of, or Bjorn, I he's don't the, know which playing one. the piano on um on the dock. one of the boats. In but the in sequence. the middle of the sequence, when they're dancing around the room, before they actually go out and meet all the people in the village, they're dancing around the room and they take some kind of thing off the counter. I'm not even sure. It looks like a giant pussy willow thing. I don't know what it is. It's what? like this weird it's like this weird, like puffy thing on a stick. Yeah, that thing. And she st- she she uses it as a microphone at first and then she uses it as like a penis and then she smokes no, no, it like no. as a joint. First First, she uses it as a dick, dick. And, then and then the Tanya uses it as a dick, and then Rosie uses it <laughs> as a microphone. But in between, Tanya also uses it as a joint, mm. like like she's smoking Does it. Does she? I thought yeah, it was she something puts... else that she used. No, it was that, then she did the other thing, and then, she, yeah, I think so. so. Gross. It's, it was so funny. It was it's so, so funny. Bad. And they put on all kinds of random accessories, like little tutus yeah, like and Rosie things. Yeah, like Rosie dresses and... up like Elvis for a second. But when it's, they leave the room, Rosie's got, like, yeah. a tutu on her head, doesn't she, at one point? Yeah, it's weird. I didn't understand what was happening. And Tanya's got a tutu around her body, they, which is so funny. They all go down the stairs, like, like just riding on the um, the banister. Is that what that's called? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the rail, Rosie yeah. just does it the wrong way. Because they all do it, like, sitting down, and she does it, like... Backwards. Like, on her stomach. Yeah. It's just so bad. Yeah, then she gets stuck. Rosie's like me. Just like everything just doesn't go right. You think it's going to work and it doesn't work. 
See, but, I like I like Rosie so much because she's just yeah. so. But so anyway, <laughs> so they start dancing through the island, and as they dance around singing, women from the village start joining them. And there's yeah. this one scene that we both love with oh this God, lady who's carrying lady? this big bundle on her uh, up in the air above her head, and she's you know she's walking along, and she hears them, and she sees them, and she throws the bundle off. She says, "Oh yeah!" and she just starts dancing with them. It is the best. And it is so she awesome. She was always your favorite character. <laughs> she is. And what we find out, um, if you do research, a lot of the older women that were doing the dancing are actually like retired dancers and things. I think she was a retired dancer that they hired Aww. just for the sequence of the movie. That's so cute, um, Because they needed villagers, you know, people to pull out the role of villagers. They got a lot of older dancers and things villagers like that. Villagers slash Greek chorus. Yeah. They, they kind they... of fill all the jobs, all the yeah. extras. But it's really cool to watch. And then they end up dancing on the dock. Which is a dock we only ever see in that sequence, really. No, we see it in, um, in other dance sequences. In that movie? Yeah. Oh, the other one. But it looks like a totally different area. Because that one, it looks more like they're at the beach. And this I one doesn't look it's like it's at the beach. the same dock. I think they actually use it, like, a few times. I think but it, I think they keep using the same dock over and over again, to be honest. But, but in wrong. the scene we see it later on, it doesn't look... It looks like it's at the beach. And in this scene, it doesn't quite look like it's at the beach. It looks more like a village area. I don't know. I don't know. It looks different. I don't, I don't know. They keep going to this weird dock and having dance sequences. It's a thing. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, they're doing Dancing Queen. <clears throat> and then, um, of course, there's the iconic moment where Donna pushes her friends into the water and then she jumps in in a cannonball. And then everybody jumps in the water. Yay. And then we flip to Sophie, who also runs to a dock because she sees that Bill is um, and the others are on his boat. And they're going away, and she's like, "No!" And she runs in the, she jumps in the water, and she goes over to the boat, and they're like, "Well, yeah, Donna cooked us out, so." So <laughs> she's hanging out with him because she's hoping she can figure out which one is her dad. And yeah. this is when we find out that each one of them has some similarities to her. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, so who has what? Um, I mean, Bill looks the most like her. Yep. So, so that's that. <laughs> it is musical, but then so is her mother. So that's kind of like mm, yeah. maybe, maybe not. And and then she's got um, Sam is an artist, and she's yeah, an artist. She's got the artist from Sam. But yeah, if if you had to look at the kid and say who's her father, you you you'd think it was Bill. Except that her mother looks just like her, so it could be any of them. So yeah, it really could be. But she spends a whole afternoon hanging out with these three, you know, older gentlemen, which is kind of bizarre. Uh, I'm just looking back at my notes and I realized I like missed some some like weird jokes oh. in there every so often. There was when they said the hideous trick of fate after Chikatita and like all the the villagers laughed and I'm just like this, this I love that that moment. <laughs> okay, I don't recall it. No, um, like that's the it's very Greek moment. Oh. Remember oh, and the villagers just all laugh and they say it's very Greek. Yes. Yeah. As they're walking around, but um. On the boat. testicles. Back to the boat. While we're on the boat, each of them sings a little <laughs> montage explaining about when they met her mother, right? Or yep. when they last saw her mother. They don't say when they met. They say I, last, because the song is called Our Last Summer or something like that. So, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's looking at me like I'm dead. <laughs> sorry. No, I was just like, I just said like donkey testicles and we gave no context because she started talking about this again. Oh, donkey testicles! That was way in the way before that. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's when they were that. unpacking the suitcases and they talked about donkey testicles. Because I told why, you that's in Tanya's moisturizer. Because Tanya has all kinds of crazy ass shit She's... to make her look younger. 
It's so stupid. Okay, yeah. yeah, sorry. So the song that they sing, it's like, it's kind of from Harry's perspective, but it's also kind of from all of their perspective. And it's our last summer. And that's when we get the whole, like, Bill is a flower child thing. Um, It's also, the, so it's the time of the flower power. It's the time of the no regrets. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what any of those things mean. Are those yeah. the same time period, mother? Uh, to my knowledge, they weren't quite exactly the same time period. I remember growing up, hippies were just starting to age out into the glamour rockers because I was a kid in the 70s and 80s. Um, flower children, you didn't see a lot of them in the late 70s, early 80s that I recall. But what do I know? I didn't live in Europe. I didn't live in England or Sweden or Greece like these people did in this movie, supposedly. So anything's possible, I guess. Oh, yeah. But I say the timeline looks a little suspect in, in so, the way each of these guys was so different. Yeah. Another thing about the movie is that um, it right when everything is happening right now has to be set in like 2000, I think is what we said, early 2000s, because they have the internet. It's starting to become a thing. They're about to put the hotel on a website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's the early 2000s, which, again, since we find out in the next movie that the they meet so somewhere at the like end of the 70s, early so, 80s. So, yeah. Um, it makes sense. It would be, like, 2000. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. <laughs> it's all crazy. It's all so, crazy. Yeah, so she spends time with her three dads. It's really a cute sequence. And then Sophie goes back to the island, and that's when her and Skye have their... Very sexy song. yes. Lay all your love on me. Oh my goodness, this song. See, there's there's a couple of songs that have innuendos. This is one of them. Oh, they got a lot of innuendos. Lay lay your love on me. Come on. They have this whole like back and forth thing for a bit there, and then all of a sudden, all of his guys from his bachelor party come out, and they're all wearing like flippers. And, like, goggles and shit. And they start, like, dancing on the dock. And it's, like, hilarious. Because they could have just done, like, sexy men dancing on the dock. Like, just regular old like that. But they made them act like goofballs. And it's my favorite thing It was awesome. But they act like goofballs all the time. Because then they're all on their jet skis, skiing around in circles and stuff. It's it's just a bunch of... There's there's a bunch of young men just whooping it up on their stag night. Yeah. Yeah. So they they all leave to go to their bachelor party. And then it transitions to Sophie already at her bachelorette party. And she's drinking and having a good time. And they're singing Man After Midnight. Right? Um, Or is that after? No, that's after. Okay. So, yeah, she's just she's chilling. And that's when Donna and the Dynabos appear. At the party. Which, no, are they singing Man After Midnight first or Voulez-vous? No, I'm I'm looking at the plot. I'm okay. looking at the plot right now. Because they sing a song they do first. Super Trooper. No, before Super Trooper, the girls are dancing to something, aren't they, before that? No. Are you sure? I think it's to the end of Lay All Your Love on Me. Okay. Because that song hadn't quite finished when they go okay. to that sequence. So it's like the end of that song. And then Donna and the Dynamos come back for one night and one, and one night, night only. only. Because that's all they got breath for. Because <laughs> they're old. <laughs> and it's so cute. So we get Super Trooper. And first, like, uh, is it some lady playing the piano at first? One of the old ladies is playing and, the piano for a little bit, yeah. And they, <laughs> and they think, like, oh, yeah, that's it. Like, they just sing, like, a couple bars. And, and, and Sophie's like, what? What? That's really what you're going to do? And then they turn on, like... The, the the jukebox or whatever. Yeah. 
and we get the cool 80s music and it's like woo yeah yeah they're totally disco singers they're totally disco rockers yeah. yeah and that's when the dads come in they try to crash the bachelorette party Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. And I think after this song is when she starts to talk to each of them. So she starts talking to like Sam, I think. So is this when Man After Midnight's playing? Yes, this is when Man okay. After Midnight's playing, when she starts talking to them. That's weird. Because, like, remember, like I said, the beginning sequence when we start like introducing them in the story? It's Man After Midnight. And now, like, when she's trying to decide mm-hmm. which of her dads is her dad, it's Man After Midnight. Is that, like, the song for the dads? That's really weird. So. <laughs> I guess so. So the, the girls are all dancing around while this is going on. And she's she has, like, little, like, sequences each time where she talks to the guys. And, and as she's talking and to them, and each Sam, one is like, Bill, so and then Harry. <clears throat> what, is your, what is about your father? Like How old are you? And they, they all of a sudden, each one of them, while they're talking to her, comes to the conclusion that they are her father. Well, okay, so she goes goes off to the side, she talks to Sam, he's like, why am I here? And she's like, I don't, I don't know. And then she talks to, like, Harry for a second, and he's just like, and she's like, oh, do you have any family? What's going on there? And he's just like, nope, I just got some dogs. And then she goes and dances with Bill for a second, and he's just like, how did Donna get the money for this place? And she's like, oh, it was left to um, her by um, an old old lady lady named Sophia. The old lady Sophia, who's very important. The old lady Sophia I'm named after, who, yeah. And then he's like, my great aunt Sophia? Maybe. And then the guys, the guys are like starting to figure out maybe they're her dads. And all of a sudden, like, they start like going after her, like being like, oh, I'm, is anybody giving you away tomorrow? I'm going to do it. It's me because I'm your dad. And they all do that like at once. And that's when voulez-vous is starting, And that's And the guys all show up. The, The bachelor party shows up. Yeah. The bachelor party shows up. Everybody starts dancing in a circle all around Sophie. It's the most anxiety-inducing scene. And she has an anxiety attack and collapses in the middle yeah, of the scene. After, like, she crazy. just keeps hearing their voices and seeing the dancing and everybody's moving around her and all of a sudden she just collapses. She can't handle it. It's too <clears throat> much. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Then we go to the next day. <laughs> because that was too much for one night. It's the day of the wedding, and she still has to figure out who her dad is. So the the three, the two groups of three women try to figure out how they're gonna do that. Rosie and Tanya are gonna like distract the guys, and um, Sophie's friends, who have names but I don't know what they are, <laughs> are like they're gonna go and grab a man and try to decide which might be Sophie's dad. I think one of the names is Lisa. Uh oh, is it is it Ellie and Lisa? Is that what it is? Maybe. Sophie I... something Lisa. <laughs> That's their song, they, their little cheer they have at the beginning of the Allie, movie. Allie and Lisa. That's who it is. Okay. They don't appear in the second one, so I feel like they're not super important. They were just superfluous. We still don't know yeah. where they know each other from or where they came from, if they're college friends they're or college high school friends. I think they're college friends, but also we don't know if Sophie went to college. Because so. she's only 20 and she's now getting married, so it seems like she didn't finish college or, I don't know, went to two years school. We don't know. We have no idea. It never gives I'm us that so context. I'm confused by everything. Okay. So anyway, the girls are going to try to break up the guys. They really never get to that point because... Yeah, um, no. Because Tanya friends don't and do Rosie anything. do. They literally Tanya don't do shit. So Rosie ends up going over to the boat. The boat where Bill oh and Harry goodness. are hanging out. This and scene. before Rosie gets there, there's a conversation. It's a very oh confusing goodness. conversation because it's basically both men 
trying to tell the other one that they realize that they're the father of Sophie, and each one thinks the other one is revealing something else. Bill thinks Harry's trying to tell him that he realizes he's gay for the first time. I don't think that, the, that he probably maybe just found someone he's interested in, but I don't know that he realizes it just at that moment. Um, yeah, I don't know. But Bill, you you were questioning that. Bill was trying to say could tell him that he thinks he might be the father, or that he. But all Harry thinks is that it's because he might be falling in love with Rosie. Yes, because they Which started dancing. He kind of sort of is, but we don't get there yet. That's like at the very end of the movie. Um, and meanwhile, Rosie's coming in to get them, and she's doing what you should never do when you're trying to paddle a small boat. She's oh standing goodness. up, trying to figure out how to paddle the boat. And what do you think yeah, she happens? she basically swims there. Splash, she splash. She swims. Yeah. But, oh, then there's the weird thing where uh, she's like, hey, I'm here for breakfast. And and Bill's Bill like, says, we're serving, serving up the works, works here. <laughs> and, and then he, he turns, turns around. around. And he's not he's not wearing pants. He's All wearing he has on an, is apron, an apron. And that's it. <laughs> and we see his butt has two tattoos of eyes on them. So do his knees, which is really yeah, creepy knees, and weird. We already knew that his knees had them, but like now we know his butt has them. What the fuck, Bill? I'm thinking Why? that was to distract you from old man butt, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> I'm so confused, Bill. What is what is this aesthetic? Who knows? We never get an explanation for it. It's just his hippie ways. I don't know. <laughs> which so we'll weird. question in the next movie, but let's just talk about this one for oh now. Oh my god, okay. I won't question it so much. Yep. So that's that's where we are. So Rosie comes in. They just they're gonna do something. Tanya is supposed to be taking Harry out for water sports. Oh, she does. She does which, take him out for water sports. Well, if you consider like a paddle boat water sports, because yeah. they just did a paddle boat. <laughs> it's not really sporting. They but didn't Tanya like fish do or swim. They just so had a sequence. paddle boat. Yeah, she's she's just kind of like sitting there, and Harry's doing all the work, and he's got on like this big vest, and she's just like like whatever. She's just there. <laughs> And he's like, so what What should the father of the bride do? And she's like, pay. Pay for the wedding? Hello? So, of my course, Harry jumps out of the boat third. to go take care of that situation. <sighs> yeah. And then, and he, then we yeah, cut to Tanya on the beach. To, did you say that he, he runs off to Donna and he gives her a check? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then we also cut to Tanya on the beach. Oh, my goodness. Tanya's so this, a slut. I said she this, was a slut, right? Yeah, she's a slut. I love her. Well, oh wait, wait, wait. Give me a second. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the the the, the uh, plot so we don't miss anything. Apparently, right before um this the scene with Tanya um is when we have your favorite singing moment by uh <laughs> Sam. Oh, geez. SOS. <laughs> I love Pierce Brosnan. He is an adorable man, and I've loved him since I was Charlie's age, maybe younger. But he is not a singer. And it's very obvious because they give him a song to sing. SOS. I do like the song, like the words and like the feelings, but he's not great. So the song comes up when he tries to talk to Donna and he's trying to tell Donna that he loves her and that he wants to be with her, but she's not having any of it. He's trying to say that if you should have told me that we had a child and she just like, I don't need you. I don't need a man. Get, you know, okay. just leave me alone. Because and so they sing SOS, and he's be- a terrible singer. Hello, hello. Um, no. it, it, this this also happens because of another thing that we forgot. Um, is when Donna and Sophie have this random fight where they're like, 
it's kind of mirroring the the Harry and Bill situation where they're trying to say something, but they they don't know what each other is trying to say. Communication's so, not key in this game. Yeah, this movie, this no. movie is like communication gone wrong. Gone wrong. Like that's it. That's it. That's yeah. Sophie's upset because she doesn't know who her father is, and she has three men trying to give her away. And the mom thinks Sophie's upset and doesn't want to get married because she realizes that she's too young to get married. And mom doesn't want her to get married anyway because, you know. Yeah, but, and then um, I think Donna's, like, also complaining because, like, she she doesn't know what's happening with the three guys and she's stressed about that. It's just, yeah, it's a whole thing. And that happens and then Sam tries to comfort her and that's when SOS happens. And then we get the whole weird scene with Tanya flirting with, um... A bartender that she apparently had an intimate interlude with the night before after the bachelor party when everybody was drunk. I want to know if they had sex. I think they had sex. I think they did. If you were 50 years old and a 20-something-year-old guy who's in great shape offered you sex, why wouldn't you? Once. Okay, but like from the sequence, she's she's making fun of him so much that it seems like they had a flirtation and they didn't have sex. I think she's, she's just she's making fun of him. Well, first of all, it's a song they fit in there. So they had to make it fit in. But that's, I think the reason why she's doing that is because he he she says, okay, last night happened. They were drunk. It happened when they were drunk. I'm trying to veil over last yeah. night. So last night happened. She was drunk. She's sober now. It's not going to happen again. And he's all over. He's like, oh, and he's trying to flirt with her and he's trying to be all sexy with her. And so she's taking him down a notch saying, uh-uh, not going to happen. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, I think it's a fun song. I don't think that this sequence fits. It doesn't need to be there at all. You could take it, it out could, of the movie yeah, and it wouldn't it change it a thing. It doesn't make anything. It, doesn't it just make anything added different. another ABBA song. Maybe if we watch the play, we'd get the context for it. Maybe it fits better in the play. Maybe. But in the movie, you could have just no taken that scene out, saved those three, four minutes. I mean, it yeah. shows you that Kristen Baranski can A, sing and B, dance. There we go. Yeah. Well, we know she can sing and that dance. That was fun. Woo-hoo. And it was funny. I mean, it was a good, funny sequence. It fits the mood of the movie. It just wasn't necessary at all. Yeah. You know what? They really did a good job of giving like each of the main characters a song. And I, I do understand if they took this song out, then Tanya wouldn't have like her song. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really fit. Yep. And so then we get... Uh, Sky finds out about the dads because Sophie is like freaking out and he gets kind of mad about it. Yeah, because he didn't know. He's like, I didn't want to have a big wedding. I wanted to travel. And you said you really didn't have this big wedding. And now I know you only did it because you wanted to see if you could figure out who these guys are. Um, yeah, but so she he's pissed at her for not telling him the truth. It seems like she didn't figure out about the dads until after she decided she wanted to have the wedding. So mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a question there. Not clear, but it's unclear. But and then so she asked her mother time. to help her get ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what's weird is that they don't really, her and Sky don't really talk about this fight that they have before the wedding, because no. we have this whole sequence of slipping through my fingers where Sophie and Donna are like getting ready for the wedding, and it's really cute and bittersweet. And then we have, and then they're going to the wedding. And that's it. Yeah. And then Donna has her whole confrontation with Sam. Where they sing one of my favorite ABBA songs. Oh my goodness. It's so sad. It's, it's I love but it. But it works perfectly with the situation. I mean, the, the, the idea is this. 
they they fell in love or had a one night stand. We don't know which, but that's the whole idea. She fell in love, he fell in love, but they had a one night stand. But he was on leave from school or from home, getting ready to get married. He had traveled there, um, some kind of vacation or sabbatical. We don't know at this point what exactly the reason was. Anyway, well, no he goes back movie. home because he was engaged and he wanted to go back home and and talk to his fiance. All we know is she found out he was engaged. He went yeah. back. We find out when they have their discussion later that he came back to see her and it was too late. He was, she was already gone. Yeah, he gone. went. That's the thing. He, he left the island because Donna got mad at him and he We don't know that. Go, well, okay, sorry. That's what the second one told me. So he left the island to go tell his, his fiance. fiance that he wanted to break it off. And then he <laughs> went back to the island without calling Donna or anything. And Donna was already like, sleeping with one of the other guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's, a, that's what we find out. So he left brokenhearted, married the other girl, and the song The Winner Takes It All basically talks about the fact that, you know, she was thinking that they were going to have a relationship and he's with someone else. Um, I love that song. It's a beautiful scene. They're on the water. They're at the walkway it's, going up to the yeah. church that's on the hill. It's and really cinematic. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a very well done scene. Um, yeah. And in the end, she just walks up to the wedding singing the end of the song. And then... Um, oh, what song plays when they, they go down the aisle? When, when Donna walks Sophie down? Because obviously Sophie did not walk down with one of the dads because all three of them. Knowing you, knowing it's me. It's a wide song. I think it's knowing you, knowing is me. Is that what it is? Okay. I think that's, I think they, cause they just play the music a little bit. I think that's the one that they play when they walk down. I'm trying to think. I'm like, I hear the song in my head, but I can't tell what it is without lyrics. Knowing you, knowing me. Da-da-da-da-da-da. I don't know. I'm singing it. Sorry, I'm not supposed to sing it. Um, I think that's what they played. Um, but anyway, this is when she they get to the altar. They're getting ready to say their vows. And she says, I need to and, tell you something. Oh, wait. Well, <laughs> to first, her mother. It's, first, it's like um, the priest is like, so he, and here's Donna, who represents your family. And then Donna's like, give me a second. And Sophie's dad is here. And Sophie's just like, but you know which one it is? And Donna's like, no, I have no clue. And all three of the dads are standing up, like, at this moment. Because <laughs> they all think that they're the one. Yep. And then Sophie tells them the truth. That she yeah. invited them all there to find figure it out, and she couldn't figure and, it out. And Donna and Sophie are, like, crying and being like, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? It's like, nope. Nope. It's and fine. She's trying to, and she's Donna's know. trying to tell the priest, yeah, I didn't sleep with all kinds of guys. Just, just I didn't sleep with hundreds <laughs> of men. <laughs> <laughs> just these three guys, all in the same month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> goodness so each one of the guys says i'll take a third i would love a third they don't care who the father is they all want to be her father because she's adorable after all of this happens like all the 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 dads like go up there and they stand with her and then sophie's like you know what i figured out what i want i don't want to get married let's just get off this island and explore like her mother's been telling her to do the whole time yeah um so the wedding's off or is it because that's when Sam tells Donna about how he came back for her and he proposes to her and sings a cute little song, which is also not on the album. Um, See, I, do. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really cute because she sings, he sings to her to propose. And then all the girls are in the background saying, say, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. It's awesome. Um, yeah. And of course... She's like, I'm not a bigamist. And he's like, I'm a divorced man who's been in love with you forever. And of course, she says, I do. Because <laughs> yeah. 
Why not? He's and beautiful. Married in like two seconds. I would marry the guy just so Why he doesn't sing Why waste a good wedding, again. you know? Why waste a good wedding? Just as long as he never sings again. I mean, he kind of does. He does. Like every- he sings one no, more he, time. That's that's the next song is when he sings. He sings When All Is Said and Done, which is a really cute song, again, about them being old and not being too old for sex. <laughs> but you know what? They're supposed to be in their 40s, technically, so they're not that old. They're really not that old. Women in their 40s are in their prime for sex. But like, I hate to say they're this, 60 but year olds true. acting in this, so. They're- yeah, they're like late 50s, early 60s acting as if it's they're fine. 40 something. Yeah. So. Um, and then so, we get Rosie's song. So at the wedding reception, after he sings this lovely song about how they're old, Rosie gets up and says, I want to do a speech. And because, she sings. Because she's falling for Bill. And she sings Take a Chance Take on chance Me. Take a Chance on Me, which is amazing. And she and Bill do a duet yeah, this, running around the whole so this, palazzo. Like, sequence kind of confuses me because she keeps chasing after him and chasing after him. And he just keeps running away. And then he starts... A split second, he's just like, okay, I'll chase after you too. But it just like, I don't know. It was a really weird how he just like turned around. I mean, and I kind of like, get it. He's he's this guy who's been single his whole life. He really hasn't been tied down he's ever a player. before. That's he's, what a he player. Is. he's a player. And she's a tie. She's someone who just is like a free spirit. I'm doing my own thing. I don't care. I don't need to be tied down. And all of a sudden, she's like, hey, maybe we should give it a try. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I've never been in a relationship before i mean they don't say it but that's basically the gist of what's going on that, here under the, I love under it the because song they literally so in the beginning she introduces herself as like i'm a writer a lone wolf Ow! and, and like, then he says the same he thing. says the same exact thing he doesn't howl though sadly no but he <laughs> says it right before she starts making the speech and that's that's how we know like they're they're perfect and then for everybody each other. starts singing this song and then harry starts singing with his new boyfriend maybe because yeah because he he has a crush on some he found greek dude he a finds handsome who's greek beautiful dude. handsome greek dude very he handsome. found an adonis truly yep uh and then after but he does mention song, that he found him at the wedding that's true because at the wedding he looks there's over a scene him he's, at the wedding and he's like there's another re- reason to come back here no no that wasn't it it was like um, Donna, you were the last girl I ever loved. He looks over to the guy and like they they just have a moment and then some random dude in the corner like does the sign of the cross and I'm just like <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Let him but be then gay he in also church. says he says, Now I've got one more reason to come back to the sign of the more often or something like that, because he's got the crush he, on the guy and he's got well, Sophie. It's because of Sophie. Yeah, but I mean That's now he gets he gets to come back to see Sophie and then he can see his new friend. Which I don't know if we see him in the sequel, but we'll figure that out when we watch it. I don't recall seeing him in the sequel, but it doesn't really matter because the sequel just, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Does the sequel matter? I think the sequel is so good. It, it matters a lot, but it doesn't tie into this one really very well. So. It doesn't at all. <laughs> at all. Okay, that's so, the third episode. Okay. So then we get to, um, they, they finish this this song and they go back to Mamma Mia again. I think, is that what it is? Yeah, they they all start singing "Mamma Mia" as the um the water starts coming out of the crack in the middle of the hotel, which happened earlier. We didn't mention that there was a crack in the hotel that happened. That was one of the things she said when the place was falling apart, and yeah. they were then she started singing "Money, Money, Money" in this like little dolphin in the center yeah. of the hotel, which is like, like a focal point apparently of the courtyard. And the courtyard happens to be where the site of Aphrodite's fountain was originally. In Aphrodite's mythology. spa. Uh, spa. I'll have a in... bucket of that. Yeah. 
So anyway, in the middle of the, the wedding reception after the song, a new song, they start singing Mamma Mia as the earth And shakes, then all the guys start taking their geyser. shirts off. In the middle of the courtyard, and a guy's are water. Yeah, they're all dancing around with their shirts off. And let me tell you, late 50-year-old men with their shirts off, Hmm. I don't They're need to see Pierce Brosnan as with no fiddle shirts. as they used to be when they I were I don't younger. need to see it. I'm sorry. I love Pierce Brosnan. And yeah, 20 years ago, he had a great looking body. Now he looks like a 60-year-old man. Yeah. Who doesn't go I to the gym I was fine that with um, Harry and his, and his Greek boyfriend. <laughs> yes. Harry off. looked okay. good. Harry was you know? in pretty good shape. Um, his Greek boyfriend was in great shape. <laughs> um, and then after this, they cut away when... to two superfluous... Well, Disco first, dance numbers. First, give me a second. Oh, first, they gotta go off in the Sophie island. and Sky say goodbye to everybody and they sail away. And I have a dream plays. And then we get the dance numbers. Yeah. Because they like so like it's a cute somber scene and it's all dark. And then Donna and the Dynamos rise from the ocean. And then it turns into like a, a dance disco. stage. Yeah. It's, it's so they have two <laughs> disco song sequences. Yeah, and they sing um, God, what do they sing? They sing Dancing Queen. And, and then, then they, they sing, sing Waterloo. My favorite, Waterloo. Waterloo. I love Waterloo. So. And that's when we get the guys in their disco outfits and then Sophie and Skye in their disco outfits. And then randomly in the middle of the song, we get the Greek gods. Yep. Where one that's of the awesome. guys from ABBA is in there. It's It's a time and... I just love how before they do Waterloo, they're like, do you want another one? Do you want another one? Let's be clear. If you haven't sung or danced to the movie yet, this is where everybody gets up and sings and dances. You have to. There's no way to watch this movie and not want to get up and sing and dance. It is. Unless you are. crazy and silly and it's the funnest. I don't know who doesn't want to do that. Sing along movie. It is. It's such a fun sing along movie. You must be the most boring person ever if you don't want to sing to this movie. I'm sorry. And it's old 70s disco songs, so everybody knows them. Because you've heard them forever. So it's I didn't just hear a them really until good... I saw this movie, so... Well, because you were little when you saw this movie. <laughs> it was from the early 2000s. When did it come out? You were little. I was like Not 11. Even. It wasn't 2008. I think it was I before that. 2006? Uh, yeah, maybe. maybe 2008. It was 2008. It was, it was 2008. 2008. Okay, so you were like 11. I was 11. 10, yeah. 11? You're barely open, old enough to 10, see the scene where was, she had the thing like that was like July. a penis and then she turned it into a, a joint. I don't know. You were really young enough, old enough to see that scene. Yeah, I was 10 because it was in July when it came out. Oh, so you were almost 11. Yeah. Close enough. And yeah, it came out right after my birthday. That's right. Yeah. Came in between our birthdays. So it came out in 2008, you said? Yes. Oh, that was a good birthday. <laughs> Not going to say how old I was. It was a good birthday. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so that's that's it. Yeah, that's the movie. Uh, <laughs> what went wrong? Everything. <laughs> okay, give me a second. Give me a second. So, if you haven't watched or haven't watched, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, we do this thing where we talk about what went wrong in the piece of media we just discussed, and we talk about how we would try to fix it if possible. What are your con wrongs, mother? <laughs> So many things. I don't Pierce Brosnan should not be allowed to sing. First thing first. He should <laughs> or not take be a allowed shirt to off. sing. Or no take singing, a shirt off. no taking your shirt he off. He could take his shirt off 20 years younger. He could take his Just shirt off. I would be movie. very happy with it. Um, yeah. Um, let's see here. What else? But I, um, 
explain why she has an English accent if she grew up on a Greek isle with all Greek people. The only English-speaking person on the island was her mother. American, not English. American accent, sorry. The only American person on the island was her mother. She was born in Greece. She's technically Greek, and everybody around her is Greek. I don't understand. So there's Um, just so much that doesn't make sense. Their timeline, again, (laughs) with the men, it just doesn't make sense. It will make even less sense later, but it makes no sense right now. If you if you haven't listened uh, if you haven't figured this out, listener, uh, our third episode is going to be exclusively on the timeline of both of these movies and trying to figure out how it fits together. Yes, but so we're not we're trying to, to get how it fits together right now. I'm just talking about how this yeah. movie works uh, yeah, all by itself, and it doesn't kind of it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit. When we just had this movie to talk about, we still argued for hours about it because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's a very fun piece of fluff, and I absolutely love it every time I watch it. So don't think I don't, and don't think we don't like it for any reason. It just we always look at it and we're like, why is there a flower child? And a, a glitter rocker and a bunch of you disco people. It, they're not all in the same time Mother. period. They just aren't. What? Mother. Can, if So I know we're not talking about Maybe the Maybe they were at a costume party. I don't know. Maybe that's where they all met. Give me a second. <laughs> Hello. What? I'm trying to talk. No. Okay. <laughs> so I think the second one has better internal timeline logic than this one does. Just yes. If you just talk about the second one, the timeline is fine. It works. But we're not going to talk about that right now. But it's a sequel. But we're not going to talk about that next... doesn't have good timeline anyway. <laughs> talk about it when the next week... The next episode. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> we'll talk about the next episode in the next episode because it has its own issues about timeline and things. But this one, let's just deal with this one, okay? And this I one... D- what else know is she wrong with this? Like, everything... No, but I mean, it's beautiful. It's a great movie. It really is great. Like I said, the ages of everybody is a little awkward because they're so much older. And they do talk about this in the news when the movie came out, that they were a little bit older than the characters, but they thought they could play the role. The other thing is Meryl Streep's an okay singer. She's not a great singer. She's an okay singer. She did good. She's decent. Um, her dancing, I think her dancing is pretty terrible. That's personally, <laughs> that's my opinion. I think it's very awkward. And I, I just don't think it comes think off it as just, being believable that she's a singer and dancer. It's perfect for an old lady trying to be angsty because it's so bad. <laughs> it is. It's it's like she's posing instead of dancing. And I, I'm I'm a fan of, like, fluid movement. I'm not a fan of, like, posing, like, you know, Madonna Vogue posing. See, it's at not one my point, thing. it looked like she was doing, like, the, the Luna Lovegood dance where she's, like, <laughs> swatting stuff in the air. <laughs> That makes more sense, actually. That, that's, that's more what fluid. She was doing. Dancing Queen, they were very good. Dancing Queen, that yes. was fluid, but there wasn't as much dancing. It was like there was a dance sequence when they were on the dock, but most of the time they were just moving around and kind of like dancing, yeah. just like loosely. You could have not choreographed that scene and just done your own dancing, and it would have been more fluid. And I think that's why. Where when we get the dance scene for um, Mamma Mia. It's and very so choreographed, like, and dancing, she looks awkward. She's not dancing. They probably just told her, yeah, just act angsty. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just awkward, and yeah. It's so awkward. It's awkward. Um, yeah. But otherwise, yeah, I love it. It's great. I want to um, live on that island. It's beautiful. Oh, my God. So I think I think my, my other gone wrong would definitely be the whole thing about Sophie and Skye having a fight the night before their the wedding. The wedding? And still and getting married. And not resolving it but it wasn't before the, before they wasn't go the, to the wedding. It was the morning of. Was it the morning of? Yes, because the bachelor party was the night before. Yeah, that was the morning right. of. It was, it was the morning of. But I'm just saying, like, I 
there wasn't a deleted scene or anything. They, it feels like that should have been resolved. They should have talked before they went to the wedding. And oh, didn't. that's the other gone wrong I have. Oh, right. The you deleted lo- scene. I don't like that deleted scene. I don't like... I, I get why you don't like it. Because it's weird that she's singing the name of the game with a possible father. But I love that. the song. I love the I, song. So I like the song. I don't like the sequence. because And she does singing, well with it. Because she's singing this big, loud 80s song. And it's dark. And you can barely see her face or Bill's face. And it's just a bad scene. But it's a good I, song. I, don't, I love the song. I hate the scene. I hate that they took it out. I like but they it put it back in, in later. They put it in the next movie. In the next movie. Most of the I songs, like actually, most of the songs are the same from both movies. Not all of them, but a bunch of them are. They they redo a lot of the songs. I they will... have a bunch of new songs, but they have a bunch you of the what? other songs in. You know what I'll say? No, wait, we can't. I'll, I gotta no. wait until we talk about the next movie. That's right. Wait till the next one. <laughs> By the way, we're gonna watch the next movie again, like, in about 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> probably. 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 Because <laughs> now I need to, to sing these... and dance again. I'm trying to see if we can get ahead right now on this podcast because the third episode for this, we don't have to watch anything because I'm taking the notes as we do this. Oh, the third episode. It could be hours long or it could be five minutes. Who knows? You never know. Okay. Okay. I think 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 we're good because you're going to keep spilling the beans if we go any longer. So let's just end it. Okay. Um, And we, we already said the next movie is going to be Mamma Mia. Here we go again. I'm I'm just gonna talk about how much I love Lily James. That's that's what we're gonna not talk now. About. Not now. <laughs> yeah, she's great for the role. But let's let's go. Let's let's finish this up. Yeah. Okay. We're done. maybe I should okay. edit the next episode so we take out all the extra superfluous Lily James you wanna, references. If you want to edit the dialogue, be my guest. You want to edit this? No. Okay. Let's let's say goodbye. Okay. Uh. Goodbye. <laughs> Let's say goodbye, we, everyone. Oh, we wait, love you, awesome nerds. Thank you, you awesome for nerds. listening to this craziness. Oh, wait. Shoot. Oh, she wants you're, to tell you her social media. Uh, yeah. You're, <laughs> you're, you're confusing me because you're like, oh, yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done. No, we're not done. Get a plug. <laughs> we have to do plugs. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm losing my voice here. Because okay. all four of you, you need to know who we are. No. <laughs> oh, shut up. I hope you're. I hope we get more people listening to us. I hope more of you listen. Share it with your friends. I Tell just them how know crazy everybody loves our H two O episode. We got to do another freaking H two O episode. So we're gonna, we're gonna, because I haven't seen that show in a while, and we never I watched think... the second season yet. Yeah, we haven't watched the second season yet. I Not think like we're gonna do months. that like maybe March. We'll see. Okay, so you guys can find us. We're at <clears throat> we're at Fandom Gone Wrong on Twitter. At Phantoms Gone Wrong Pod on Instagram and Facebook. We have an email, Phantoms Gone Wrong Pod at gmail.com. And you guys can like maybe rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and stuff. That would be cool. Just, you know, tell us what you want tell us, us what to you do. Think. Give us some ideas. Tell us what you think. If you like it, great. If you don't, maybe we don't want to hear it, but you can tell us anyway. It's okay. <laughs> Oh, we now we want know. the negative stuff? We want to know people are listening. How about that? Yeah. It'd be nice to know people are listening, since we're just talking. <laughs> we're, but we'll talk anyway. We don't care. It doesn't cost us we anything will. but time. <laughs> we will just talk about stuff. I mean, we would do this anyway, you know? We we talk about Mamma Mia a lot, so... <laughs> 
A lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, the third episode is going to kill me. <laughs> what if they did a third of Mamma Mia movie? What would that be like? I, <laughs> would that I just already, kill you? I already told you what it should be. So, so they would just go back in time to like, because the second one is all about um, the prequel, sequel, where it's all about Donna, but it's also all about Sophie. And, and then we get a little this, carrot the at the prequel, end. We're not going to talk about it. But there's but a the carrot at the end. prequel should be about Donna's mom. Yes. And then the sequel part would be about Sophie's kid. So we get another prequel sequel. That should be Mamma Mia 3. Oh my god. Oh my god. Those those, those other guys Brothers, are going to be gone before it, we get to Universal. that point. Universal. Hire me to make this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should write a letter to the ABBA guys. I will write it and I will Benny fix your timeline. I write a letter to Benny and Bjorn. Timeline. Let's do it. Okay. Anyway, so you found out where our social media is. Yep. You're also at Charlie Mac? Yeah. Okay. That's right. I forgot mine. You got me going there again. Okay. I'm at Green Pixie 12, most places on the internet, um, except for Twitter. I'm at Green Pixie123. I sometimes do the YouTube thing. Maybe. Um, I'm at Charlie Mac, M-A-C-K. What is your Instagram mother for the My time Instagram, being? Uh, travel planning by Carrie. Um, you know, we probably, if we do another thing like the gingerbread house live that we tried last week that didn't work out, we should do it as a YouTube video on your Charlie Mac or something. See, I think you just need to figure out which device, because apparently the iPad just does not want to work. Oh my god. If anybody was lucky enough to see the five seconds of, like, skipping and whatever that went on. Yeah. We tried to make a gingerbread house for you. We made a video of it. It fell apart before we even got through. But it tasted good. And we ate a lot of frosting. It was a fun time. I had fun doing it. It was just really bad. It didn't work out. The video did not work out, and it crashed, so we weren't able to even save it. Yeah, I couldn't save it. But, but it might not we have may good if we do something it. like that again. So keep your eyes yeah, open. Yeah, maybe in like uh, March for a certain don't tell them person. Don't tell them they don't need to know what we're doing. We've had a lot of plastic surgery. Well, a lot of plastic anyway. Anyway, we're done yeah. now, right? You plugged yourself. We plugged ourselves. Okay. We will we talk you to you awesome later. Nerds. <laughs> Bye. We'll see you guys next week or two weeks. Two weeks. Bye. Bye.